Welcome to Millennial Money Minutes, where we tackle tough personal finance topics in five minutes or less. With your host, Grant from MillennialMoney.com and Matt from DistilledDollar.com. Hey everyone, today we're going to talk about realistic rates of return. So you probably have used a calculator or you've heard that you can expect a certain rate of return. So we wanted to talk about what's really realistic. Um, In my opinion, when I'm thinking about the future, I always um, do a calculation expecting between 5 and 6% uh, return on any investment that I'm going to make. I know that some people push that up towards 8%. um, And just realistically, like, for example, over the past 10 years, like a total stock market index fund has returned about (laughs) 7.16%. I know that because I looked that up yesterday. (laughs) I I didn't just pull that out of nowhere. Um, But what do you think is a realistic rate of return, Matt? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, I look back, um, the one paper that influenced my decision a lot was um, by Bill Gross, the guy who runs PIMCO, or he used to run PIMCO, one of the biggest, uh, I think the largest bond uh, company in the world. But he basically talked about, you know, future rates of return maybe being slightly slower, maybe 5% over the next, you know, if you look out at, say, uh, an average over 30 years. Um, and a lot of people look, yeah, like you were saying, Grant, a lot of people look back, they say 7%, maybe as high as 8%. And that's because for the 20th century, we saw a huge growth in, you know, the economy. If you look back at like the Dow was at, at what are 40 or 60, and then it ended up at 11,000. So, you know, it's huge growth. So for that to sustain itself into the, into the next, yeah, next, whatever this is now. So like next 80 some years, it would be at like, yeah, like a million or something. So if you just think about that for a second, it's kind of mind boggling, but you know, that's the power of compounding interest. Yeah, and I think that, you know, we're talking about pretty much, you know, investing in equities, uh, investing in the stock market. Um, If you invest directly in one equity, you know, certainly there's just, you know, Facebook or Amazon or Apple have gone up considerably more than that over the long, uh, long period of time or things like real estate. Can, can give you much higher rates of return. But, you know, I think whenever you're planning for the future, uh, you know, you should you should use kind of a probably 5 to 8% uh, rate of return. The biggest thing I've been thinking a lot about is just inflation generally, because inflation can have a huge impact on your purchasing power. And when you combine uh, inflation or take inflation out of your returns, you know, you might get a much lower return uh, than you would have expected. Yeah, to add to inflation, I'll throw in, uh, we should always include dividends, assuming you're going to reinvest your dividends. So, you know, 7% return with, let's just say, 2% dividends and 2% inflation, you know, those cancel each other out. Um, That's why you hear a lot of people often say, you know, just 30-year return on, you know, 7%. But, um, yeah, another thing, like Grant was saying, with things like inflation, it's also, uh, I think, important to remember that in our past 30 years, it's not been an average, you know, 7% each year, every single year, or 7.14% or whatever. But, you know, so we have to get ready to, you know, be exposed to those up, you know, the upsides and the downsides. So I think uh, whatever it was, 2008, 2009, you saw a 50% downswing at one point. So, you know, being able to muscle and, and kind of have the courage of our convictions to kind of push through those times. So when you look forward to like a 7% or 5% average return, just keep in mind that you're still going to face some, you know, large downswings and you're going to lose a lot of money in some years. Yeah, and I think a lot of people are really worried about the downswings, but, you know, for people like us, you know, a lot of our listeners, you know, if you're young, you know, downswings can actually be just 
the biggest opportunity for you, right? Stocks are so uh, expensive and, uh, you know, I wouldn't say they're overvalued, but they're really expensive today, that the market could really use a correction. And when there's a correction, you know, you're going to get better values um, on your money. And if you're doing things like just contributing consistently to a 401k or an IRA, um, you know, your dollar cost averaging, right? So you're buying when it's high, you're buying when it's low, but because you have so much time for growth, you know, if the stock market drops, that's, that's really an opportunity for you. Yeah, and it, it doubles with what our whole message is about, where, you know, if we can change our habits, we're able to invest more money. So, you know, it, it sort of works on ourselves, too. If we can make 1% changes in our uh, assumptions moving forward, you know, same thing with our budget. If we can get an extra couple percentage into our investing, then, you know, that'll actually benefit even more. So, um, yeah, it's, I think it's uh, really helpful. So when you test out the calculators, try, you know, 5, 6, 7, 8%. Uh, is pretty realistic. Anyone out there that's trying to sell you an investment that returns anything over 8%, you should be really, really skeptical. Um, you know, just kind of, it's it's probably not that realistic. So yeah, hope well, this was- One last thing, well, though, the, yeah, the only last thing, I would say I've heard real estate return higher, but I think there you're talking about maybe active real estate, like right. live in flips or, you know, a lot of, a lot of work. So it might really be a return plus some active time. So it's sort of like an income at that point. So that's it. So yeah, thanks for uh, stopping by and we'll talk to you guys soon. Thanks for listening to Millennial Money Minutes. If you liked this podcast, please leave us a review on iTunes and subscribe. If you want us to cover a specific topic, use hashtag Millennial Money on Twitter or visit millennialmoneyminutes.com.